Welcome to the Edify Podcast, where we believe the path to success can be achieved by small and simple means. You guys are going to love this interview. Today's guest was a college basketball athlete who got her bachelor's degree in psychology. She's married and is expecting one on the way. She's a very kind, fun, and goofy person, and I mean that in a very good way. So without further ado, welcome the TikTok sensation, Miriam Marks. Do you have a property that is in rough condition? has tenant issues, or a project that never got finished, then you need to contact Homelink Properties. This Springfield, Missouri-based company will give you a fair cash offer on your property, completely as is, the same day you reach out. If you're an investor, Homelink Properties can also put your house in front of hundreds of cash buyers so that you too can quickly sell your property. Give them a call today, 417-295-0723. (laughs) <laughs> Thanks, Jake. That's quite the With, intro. <laughs> I was hoping you'd like that. <laughs> the, I loved the, the it. Sensation. <laughs> it's perfect. <laughs> I don't really call myself that because I feel like there's so many other talented people on there that are way further along than I am. But I just feel extremely blessed to be where I'm at and to be able to do what I'm doing. And I'm just really enjoying it. So, Just real quick, how long have you been on TikTok? So I've been on TikTok about a year. Um, I I joined in uh, November of 2019, but I didn't uh-huh. start creating content with my art until January of 2020. Crazy. It's crazy. So I found my niche like when I started doing the face painting. And that's what that- I just started focusing on. So yeah, let's back up a little bit because yeah. uh, we're not going to go over your whole your whole story, but we'll kind of start off with you know after after college and playing college basketball. Yeah. Um, tell us a little bit about how you got into it. Um, like <laughs> you, you mentioned before that the thing you told me a little bit about um, how you started an art job, kind of walk us through into that, and then just how you got started in creating social media content, why you did it. Just tell us a little bit of that, that journey. Totally. Well, thanks Jake. I, it all started when I fell in love. <laughs> I, <laughs> I met the coolest person ever. And when you just meet someone that you work well with, they, they push you and they inspire you to do kind of what you're meant to do, I believe. And so my whole life, I, I'd done a lot of art, but I hadn't really focused on it to, make money at it or monetize in any way. And so when he met me, he was like, you have to do your art, just spend time, take time, whatever money we need to put onto it, do art. And when we got married, we moved to his small town of Sandpoint and I had never been there before. And if anybody comes to Sandpoint, they will find out very quickly that it is an art focused town. That's perfect. That's so fitting. (laughs) So fitting. It's gorgeous. I mean, you're inspired by the nature. Uh, You drive across a super long bridge across a lake and you just, everyone has what they call the long bridge effect, the long bridge moment. They fall in love with the town. And then you go and you explore all the, the shops and everything. And it's just every type of art style or artist that you can think of. It's here in Sandpoint. It's pretty cool. That's awesome. Yeah. And so Will, Will, that, that, that's your husband for the listeners that don't know. Uh, yeah. He, he kind of encouraged you to kind of start 
pursuing your 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 art passion would you was that what you call it your passion i would say so i think it's just been something that has always been a part of me and i anytime i touch a pen or a paper or anything i can't not create and so he kind of pushed me to take my art into these stores and 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 basically sell myself to them and say hey you know here's my art i'd like to sell it out of your store and uh and then see what happens and so really? yeah it was pretty cool so real quick just out of curiosity did the stores did they and were they okay with doing that and then did they just take a percent of what was sold or or how did that work out yeah so basically um the stores that i went to all of them accepted um, my art, but I could only choose one so it doesn't compete with the other stores. And, oh, okay. and the way it works is, yeah, it goes off commission. So some of them will have 60-40, some of them will be 50-50, you know, and then you just take that percentage home. So you can set your prices. Um, oh, cool. And the store I fell in love with was Nor- Northwest Handmade Art Store. It's been around for about 25 years. And it's just very... Like there's a lot of woodwork in there. There's a lot of moose paintings, bear paintings. It's really Northwest style. It's cool. Uh-huh. And they, they were just extremely welcoming and, and immediately took me in as one of their own and not only wanted my paintings to sell there, but wanted me to work there. <laughs> and I was really? so opposed to that. Cause I'm like, I don't want to work in a retail job. This I've heard it's horrible. And <laughs> I started a week later and fell in love with it. It's just like home. So I go there once a week right now, now that I'm pregnant, but it's, it, it's been really inspiring and kind of one of those things that keep me on track. Cause I feel like as an artist, you need to continually be inspired by your surroundings. Otherwise you don't feel like creating. And if I get in a lull at all, all I have to do is go into that store and go to work and we have new artists submitting pieces and I'm immediately back on track, ready to, to make more, more pieces of art. That's awesome. Yeah. So, so you started working at this, uh, this art store and then what happened? Because, uh, I think what most of our listeners are excited to hear about is how you were able to grow from zero followers on TikTok to, I think I, you're over, are you over 2 million now? Or are you at, I know for sure you're at 2 million. Yeah. So it'll on there, it'll show 2 million, but in the analytics uh-huh. section, it shows you the exact number and counting and climbing, which is pretty cool. So it's like, I don't know, it's 2 million and something right now, but it'll that's, update that's every hundred awesome. thousand. Yeah. It's pretty cool. That's awesome. Yeah, so thanks. yeah. So walk us in how that started. Awesome. Yeah. So basically I just started exploring the app and the type of content I love to follow was basically like the old vine videos, really just <laughs> stupid stuff. <laughs> uh-huh. And, and then I wanted to create that kind of content, but no one found me. Funny. You wanted to create. stupid Oh stuff. yeah. Oh yeah. They're like, girls aren't funny. That's stupid. You don't need to do that. <laughs> and so I quickly learned that that type of content was for me to enjoy, not to create. But I, I fell in love <laughs> with the artists on there. The makeup artists are phenomenal on TikTok. The transformations they make are unbelievably like realistic. And so there was no way I was even going to try and attempt anything like that. But the music really inspires me on TikTok. And so 
one day, I think it was January 19th or 20th, um, I heard an old Linkin Park song where I can't remember how it goes. And I just imagined this stupid little dog singing the song. And I was like, how can I make that dog sing a song? And I can't do it on paper. So I decided to paint it on my, my mouth. And wow. <laughs> and then the rest was history. People just loved it. And <laughs> oh my God. Took off. So you were in, that is crazy. So you were inspired by uh, a <laughs> Lincoln Park song of all things <laughs> right? to be inspired by. Yeah. And uh, that, kind of got your I, I don't know your creative juices flowing and you were kind of <laughs> thinking about how to execute this oh yeah and TikTok happened to be the platform you did it on well and it was pretty funny because as it evolved and grew and it continues to evolve and grow the ideas are just I can't keep up with the the ideas that come through and I, I always wondered like where does this silliness come from and when my sister and I were really little <laughs> We used to play a game where we'd surf the, the radio and we'd find a song on there. And then we'd try and like create a scene with cartoon characters or animals. Like what, what wow. singer is this? So Ariana Grande all of a sudden was like one of the VeggieTale characters in her like super what? nice car. <laughs> and we'd just be laughing about it because it was so ridiculous. And now all of a sudden I can make that happen on my face. <laughs> That is crazy. Yeah. So it's all started with the childhood game. Yeah. That's, that's, that's awesome. <laughs> and and it, it's so fitting because in my intro, I said you are really, a uh, really fun, outgoing, uh, goofy person. And it, and I meant it in a good Thank way. You. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's showing. Thank you. It's awesome. <laughs> so walk us through a little bit about your process of how you determine, um, the content you cr create. Like, what does that process look like? Where do you get your inspiration? Obviously it sounds like so for the most part, it sounds like some songs are some of your inspiration, but um, is there other outlets that you find that inspire you? Absolutely. So I am extremely influenced by the media as far as cartoons go, um, Disney, Pixar, anything, anywhere in that range. And so I have characters that I've fallen in love with and just love. And so those are characters that if I love them, everyone's going to love them. And then there's music that music is powerful. Music moves people and music gets people to move. So combining music with art is just probably one of the most entertaining things that you can have. And it doesn't even need to make sense, really. It just needs to move someone and have an impression on them. And so whenever I feel an impression from a song or a sound on TikTok, save that sound. I record it with my idea attached to it so I can come back to it later. And then I move on. And I'll do this throughout the week uh, while I'm on there. So if I... If you don't mind me stopping totally. you real quick. So like, how, how are you capturing that? So how are you like recording that? You just record the song that you hear and then you, are you writing notes? Is it on your phone? How, how are you capturing So I just that? captured it all through the app. So when you're, when you're on the TikTok app, you can click on the sound that's being played and you can save it to your library. And once it's saved in your, in your oh. favorites library, you can go to that favorites, which I usually do right away. And I just record a video of the wall or a video of, me like goofily singing in it and then i put a little title by it and says oh, okay this one's a, a unibrow a cow with a unibrow you know singing to this old town road and like i'll save it <laughs> and i'll come back to it later and if i feel like doing it later then it then it sticks and if and if i don't then it then it dies with with the memory of the idea <laughs> so That's it's, awesome. it works pretty well and then i found a few tricks as tiktok has evolved 
where if you do sounds that everyone else is listening to that week or in that moment, then that is what TikTok will show your video more as. So they'll feed it out to more people. And that was something that I just stumbled upon with luck because I was... I fed into what was popular too. And so I was getting my videos started just they started trending like crazy. Crazy. Yeah. So you you so you started this process of capturing your kind of your inspiration mm-hmm. and you just started like how often are you producing content? Is it on a daily basis, a weekly basis? Like so <laughs> how is that working yeah, for you? A ri- when I first started <laughs> out it was probably like you can say daily but it's around 1 or 2 in the morning. <laughs> Because that's when I get my most creative <laughs> ideas is late at night. That's because you're you're delirious yep, and you're exactly. tired and goofy, <laughs> whatnot. And William works the night shift, so it allows me to be free to create. Um, and <laughs> and so life started to happen, and I started feeling like, oh no, what if I can't keep up? How do social media influencers even do this? The key with it is you don't you don't post or send out every single video you made that night because that's too much content for everyone to view in such a small amount of time. I used to create every day. And then, so to be consistent, mm-hmm. you want to do, so I started to figure out mm-hmm. that, oh, okay. wow. Okay, Sunday nights, while William's playing a video game with his brother, almost every Sunday, that's perfect for me to go make five or six TikToks. And I'll paint sometimes one character for that night and film 10 different videos. Or I'll be inspired to want to do like two or three characters, which takes a wipe down and repaint process and do four videos each. And then I'll slowly feed those out throughout the week. That is so interesting. So you're kind of, you're batching based off of the character you've painted on your face. And then you're you're spreading those videos out. So they're not going to be in one time, but they'll be spread out throughout who who knows however long. Is that correct? correct? And sometimes, thank you. Sometimes like just recently I filmed, spirit stallion of the cimarron and i love that character so i made a lot of videos for him and i could tell that my my followers were already getting tired of him like ready to see something new (laughs) and so i have still about five or six videos still to put out and i i just decided to put that on a break and make another character and i can always bring those videos in at a later date because it's just it's just better that way. You get better ratings that way. That is crazy. So, uh, you know, our podcast is all about how you can achieve success by small and simple oh, yeah. means. And it's funny how you're, so you're, it sounds like consistently every Sunday at a specific time, you're just kind of batching um, these different characters with songs or these ideas you have, and you're making multiple videos since you already got your face right. painted. And then you're just spreading them out over time. Totally. Um, which I think is super smart, super simple. And then that way you're able to produce a lot of content frequently. Absolutely. And with painting, it, you only have a certain amount of time to record the videos because the paint dries or it, you just get tired of having it on your face or it smears or you got to reapply or you get hungry or you're thirsty. So you only have so much time <laughs> to focus on it. And being gotcha. pregnant has been the biggest challenge. I'm, I'm definitely lower energy, lower brain speed. <laughs> So I have to really organize myself (laughs) in my time. So the days I'm feeling good, I'm, I'm 
I'm pushing on those on those goals rather than just oh I hope I'll still do good on TikTok. No, you have to you have to put forth the effort to make it happen. If you can do the small things consist on a consistent basis, it will lead to Absolutely. success. And sometimes it's you don't want to do it, and it's just having the discipline to do it because you're you're holding out for that reward. You're putting off that instant gratification of um you know you say you're like you said you're tired. Sometimes you Absolutely. don't want to do it or whatever, but you're still doing it. So that's awesome. Thank you, and I it's awesome. That that it's okay to not feel like you want to do it and it's something that you normally love it doesn't mean that you don't love it anymore it means that you're just having a bad week and so i just tell myself <laughs> i am gonna like this video later i'm gonna be glad i filmed this later and i'll be laughing at it with my husband so i need to just push and do it now and it it, I, it never fails i just think that's Thanks. awesome Thank i think you. that's awesome that's awesome so why, why, why are you doing this? Or what is your like motivation to continue to do this? So obviously you've gained quite a following. So, um, yeah. like what, what's your goal with this? Where, what direction are you moving? Well, there's, there's several reasons why I do it. And there's definitely a big factor as to why to keep doing it. So my internal reasons on why I do this every day and keep doing it is number one, just to connect with with my audience and most of my, a lot of my followers are children, are kids that are being allowed on the app, but their parents aren't monitoring what they're watching. And so I, as just a person that cares about a lot of different people and cares about what content is out there to be viewed, would like to contribute to some positive content and positive cartoons rather than anything that is trying to sway someone to believe one way or another, or just flat out bad content. Um, so I really have to monitor a few songs. Like sometimes there's a trending song that has curse words in it and I won't do it. I just, it's too, it's too much against my values and I don't want kids going on there getting used to that type of content. So if I can inspire children to want to do art and to, and to try and figure out what they want to do, and to view positive content, then then I feel like I've done a good job with that. So that's a huge motivation right there. Thanks. That's awesome. You know what's really cool about this is, is, is every time I talk to somebody that is just killing it in whatever they're doing, it <laughs> it's always the same, almost the same concepts every time. They have a vision, they have mm -hmm. a why, and, it, and usually they're successful not because they're searching for money or trying to get money, because they want to have an exactly. impact. And that's so cool that you're wanting to have an impact on these kids and provide good content that's not, you know, derogatory yeah. or, you know, uh, that's okay for exactly. parents, you know, to say, yes, you can watch this. So that, I just love, I love Thank you so doing. much, Jake. It's extremely um, motivating. Yeah, I, I love, I just love it. I love it. And that's, I'm so glad that we've got you on the podcast. Which, which social media platform has been the most rewarding and why? Because I know, so you're tick, obviously rewarding as far as followers. I know you're the biggest on TikTok. Um, but I know you're also on Instagram. I think you're on yeah, YouTube. Yep. Um, which one do you enjoy the most? So um, I've always wanted to be a YouTuber ever since I was a little kid, but it I'm handicapped when it comes. What millennial <laughs> right? doesn't, Seriously, right? <laughs> I, it's a big learning curve for that one. And I would just love to master it one day. And so I'm slowly working on that area. So I'm on <laughs> YouTube, but on YouTube right now, there's just tutorials on how to so, so kids can figure out how to do it themselves okay. or parents can figure out how to do it for some Halloween party or whatever they want to want to do. But it's the most boring videos you're ever going to watch because there's no music. 
it's just me talking and i feel like i'm like the girl version of bob ross for painting your face like here th- now we're just gonna do this <laughs> there's some learning curves there but um it, it'll slowly grow um and then i'm on instagram which has been really fun um and has been a new platform for me and i I've learned very quickly that it is a difficult platform to grow on because of how it's set up. Your videos aren't fed out the same as they are on TikTok. And so, um, but that one actually, apparently you can monetize off Instagram a lot better than a Chinese owned company. (laughs) So um, (laughs) I, I would like to, to focus on there. So I have all my videos uploaded onto there and they have what they call Instagram reels which is like TikTok. Uh-huh. And so that's, that's getting TikTok, popular yeah. and, and focusing on that a little bit as well. Um, but it's been really fun to see um, some really close fans and people that I've been able to direct message on TikTok have also followed the Instagram and stayed with me there, which has been really, really helpful when I feel discouraged on, oh, I have to focus on two platforms now. No, I get to focus on two uh-huh. platforms. I get to reach another audience because not everybody's going to want to have TikTok, you know? So, and then I right. can post other things on Instagram, like pictures of the artwork or the process or um, just like a little blog about how my day is going where you can't do that on TikTok. So it's kind of nice. And so then the last platform that has just recently been introduced to me actually by a recruiter is called Likey, L-I-K-E-E. And it's based out of India. And it it has a lot of different like diamonds and gifts and trinkets on there that people can collect and get coins. But it's, it's a video platform similar to TikTok. And so they're a competitor in a way, but um, there's a lot more kids on that app than there are on TikTok. Interesting. And what's been really interesting is I've had to shift the type of content to perform differently on Likey than on TikTok. So for really? example, yeah. Yeah. So for example, TikTok, people love music and they want to see a character sing a funny song or lip sync to a funny song. And I try that on Likey and I get, you know, a few hits and people enjoy that. But then I make the character eat something like a, a banana or a biscuit and they're like all over it. I think that's the greatest thing that in the world. That is so funny. <laughs> it's so interesting. So I found that my characters just eat things on like In the business world, they call this pivoting. I, I guess it's, oh, a, it's a popular word. <laughs> it's called pivoting. Everybody gets excited about it. But it's just evaluating what works in different markets. Oh, funny. Yeah. <laughs> so go ahead. Go ahead. I love that. That's so cool. I, I didn't know that. Um, yeah. And so, and the music on there is, there's not as much to choose from. And so you got to get kind of creative because there's sounds and songs I've never heard before. And so I do spend a lot more time listening to music and trying to prepare for how I'm going to implement my character from TikTok on Likey. And I've tried to do it reverse where I create a character just for Likey and then also record it on TikTok. And I, I can't do it. So really? yeah, definitely That's inspired true. by TikTok's music, which makes the yeah. character and then I can post it somewhere else as well. So that's probably contributes to your, your you blowing up on TikTok because you feel inspired by the music and that's a big aspect to TikTok. Yeah, absolutely. How have you been able to monetize this and 
if you'd be willing to share a little bit of like, you know, your numbers and what does it look like if someone, if someone's like, Hey, I want to become a TikTok superstar and have, you know, over 2 million subscribers. Can I survive? Can I live off of that? (laughs) I think if you make it your life, you can definitely live off of it. Um, It will, it will pay eventually. Um, It takes a lot of time to grow. And what I focused on was not the numbers or, or like how many followers I have or how much money I'm getting that day. I, I really focused on who can I connect with, who's having a hard time, who needs something funny to laugh at. And I'm constantly responding to comments on my, on my posts, which maybe a lot of big time TikTokers are too busy for. There is so many people to follow up with. It's impossible to get everybody. But I really try and get at least the first. You need to get 200. a virtual assistant. Maybe oh, after yeah. this interview, you and I can talk about that because I can <laughs> I can give you some guidance. That would be awesome. <laughs> that would be awesome because I love hearing about people's stories and their lives and and everything like that and connecting with others. So that really I think is what made made my account grow so fast is that I was extremely authentic. And when people saw the the art and the songs, they liked that. And then they went to my profile and they got to see a little bit about me. And then they liked me. And the number one thing with art is if you're going to sell your art, you're not going to sell a piece or a painting to go up in someone's house. You're going to sell a piece of who you are. They're buying it because of who you are and how they want to talk to others about you. So if you can get people to like you or to talk about who you are, then they're going to want to see your content. And that's really what makes anybody successful on TikTok is people are following them because they like them. (laughs) And I think that they liked that I really enjoyed what I was doing too. So they could tell that I was authentic in in my work and that I did care about everyone else as well. Like I, I do care about what they want. And I'll ask them several times, hey, what do you guys want to see this week? Like, what would be fun? And even like the small accounts are like, I would just love to see you do Mario and Luigi. And they're like one person and everyone else is requesting you to do unicorn. But I'm like, I'm going to do that Mario and Luigi for that, you know, that little boy over there in Arkansas. Cause he's excited about it. <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. So you're caring about the one that's, that's awesome. Yeah. It, it matters. So I think that's, that's really the key to, to growing your, your following and keeping your following is, is you're letting them into a window of you and your life. And mm-hmm. yeah, if they like it, they'll stay. That's awesome. I love it. Thanks. So what has been one of the hardest challenges, uh, with this endeavor and how did you overcome it? Oh man. So technology, the fact that it's on an app has been <laughs> the most challenging thing. I, I, I skipped that generation. I think <laughs> I need to tell I need to tell my listeners first is that, yeah, she's a, she's a millennial, but she has a hard time with technology. <laughs> I was that kid in computer class that was like cheating when I used my fingers and I wouldn't like, you know, cover them up to pass the class. And I'd argue with my teacher telling them that I wasn't going to need to learn how to use an email because that was, I wasn't take time to do that. <laughs> so I've come a long way. <laughs> um, so yeah, the biggest challenge for me has just been the learning curve of it all. And so I'm so thankful for 
like the app assistance. So you can just look up on how to do something and how to do a trend or how to film a certain way and make things better. Um, and then just feedback from others. Cause there's other people that are really tech savvy and they follow you and they say, Hey, you know, if you actually get a better light, we can see your characters better. <laughs> oh, okay. I guess I'll get, <laughs> what light should I get? They're like get the ring light. That's really popular. Okay. <laughs> and so there's definitely a learning curve there. Um, and that's been the biggest challenge for, for YouTube is because there's no, there's the app for YouTube is, is really difficult to use. You have to have a computer and, and know how to download music and what's appropriate and you have to cite things. And, and I'm just not there yet, but I would love to be able to create characters into rather than just music videos, but have like episodes of cartoons for kids. What I love about your story is that I think a lot of people, they get into this uh, analysis paralysis where they're, I have to know this. I have to know everything. I have oh, to yeah. have the, all the latest tech and all this before I get started. It has to be perfect. Yep. But you just got started and you just started slowly, and, but surely learning as you went. And and I think that's, I think that's the key to, to success is just, just get going and get started. Exactly. Just, you can't have any progress without any of that. The feedback from the comments, even if there's haters saying, Hey, like your lighting sucks. You know, <laughs> yeah, like, your you teeth are feedback. yellow. Why are they yellow? It's like, Oh, well, my lamp yeah. is yellow. So. <laughs> exactly. you, you don't, you don't know. And you don't know what you don't know until you get started and then you'll learn as you go. Exactly. That is the best advice, Jake. I love that for anyone listening and really wanting to just take a step forward you just ask as you go and that energy that you're putting forth will reap the rewards and the just focus on the positive content comments along the way. And that will motivate you to keep going. hundred <laughs> percent. Always focus on the positive. Absolutely. So what, what do you hope to achieve with your content? Uh, your content creating like long-term, what do you, where, where do you see yourself going with it? So, <laughs> It would be so cool to be on a Super Bowl commercial. I'm just saying that would be like the most epic thing, like eating a thing of Doritos, you know, let's go. (laughs) And I could just see like, you know, someone catching wind of this type of content and being like, oh, we've got artists that can do this. And then they do it and they make it. And it's awesome. It's like, cool. (laughs) But, you know, it would just be so fun to be a part of that because I love creating. And so. I'm like, if, if anybody like has any commercials they want to do, it'd be epic. I'd love to be a part of that. Um, but- that would be awesome. You, yeah. That would be so funny to have your videos <laughs> on a commercial. I would, I would love it's that. It's captivating. It's entertaining. I always struggled with mm-hmm. keeping my attention on anything in school or on TV. And so if it's captivating enough, I feel like why not advertise while you do it? And so yeah. um, I really just, I, I see this type of content growing not only in the social media world but um i have a lot of other different type of projects i'm working on as well i'm working on a children's book series and i have several paintings that are going to go up on etsy and so just really a few different styles of art that i do i don't just do cartoons i my first type of medium is charcoal and it's realistic portraits. And so there's a lot of passion there to create. And I would love for not only like my creators to enjoy that fun content of the cartoons, but to want to, to have that little piece in their life as well that they can give to someone or share with someone as well. 
So that's awesome. I, I love I love your story. So if you were to give some advice to somebody just getting started and saying that, you know, want to get started with TikTok um, or growing any kind of social media platform, what are some simple practical um, pointers that you'd give them to, to help them in their journey? Totally. So the biggest pointers I can give are mainly for TikTok. Um, since the other platforms are still in the learning curve, I would just say, here's how you work on TikTok. <laughs> Um, I've, I've learned that, uh, number one, you want to basically just allow yourself to be free to create whatever you want. Like, don't, so not, yeah, so not, don't restrict yourself ahead. off the, off the, off the bat. Like just go create something and then do something different and then do something else different and just see what catches traction. Or what was really fun for you to create? Like, I really liked filming my funny puppy videos more than I liked painting my fingernails on camera. And and then and then you go from there. So then you take what you really enjoyed and what your audience also enjoyed, and you refine that and you make it better. So you make it better by uh, recording clear sound or trending sound. Have really good lighting. Don't make your video longer than 15 seconds if you can help it. If it's a minute long video, then do lots of different camera breaks. And what I mean by camera breaks is um, if you're talking to someone in person, if you notice this, people will blink when they talk. And that's a break from, from viewing that person. So the blink, uh-huh. blink shifts your brain. So on the camera, if you're, let's say you're just filming, um, a drink that you like to drink and you want to tell TikTok about it. You don't want to just hold the drink in the screen and talk about it because it's going to be not appealing to the eye. So maybe you just film a little bit of the drink being poured into a glass and then you quickly snap over to the drink being set down on the table. And then you snap back over to someone smiling and then you snap back over to them drinking it. And that keeps the brain engaged while still trying to get that sounds like a coke commercial (laughs) totally (laughs) same thing applies for tiktok it's so that's awesome short-term gratification like like it has to be quick for to captivate your audience or they're gonna flip right past your video If, if someone was looking to get started what do you think is like the most important thing for them to just just start going i would have them look at their their gifts and their talents and the things they like to do so um, my brother loves to play video games. He's really great at Xbox. He's very talented. And so he could just film funny scenes or bloopers from his games that he plays with his friends or commentary that he does. Um, and just go from there and just see what type of content he can create within that category. Oh, hashtags are extremely important on TikTok. People will say, argue that it's not, but it is. Um, so a lot of times if you type in a hashtag, when you're making a video, it'll pop up the most popular hashtags that are being trended right then and there. And it doesn't even matter if Uh it doesn't apply to your video, just, just attach it to your video because it immediately boosts your video into the algorithm, into that, uh, interesting. So you, you, as soon as you're typing in the, the, the tag for the hashtag, you just type hashtag and then whatever po- auto populates you you start, start grabbing, grabbing those. those first and then i go from there so there'll be like two or three okay. and it'll change from week to week so there'll be two or three and then i'll go from there and if i type in artist but there's only like ten thousand people that use that hashtag but i type in art and there's two million i'm going to use the art hashtag over the artist hashtag because you only have so much room for hashtags 
if that makes sense. So you want to use, yeah. use them yeah, all that, makes that you can, and then you can just get creative. So sometimes I'll be like, what audience am I not reaching? Like I'm, I'm typing art and face paint and creative in here a lot. Like, where's my, where's my hunters? Where's my country folk? Where's, you know, and so I'll start typing that in and sure enough, like it grabs a, a new audience, you know, a few other people. That is awesome. Yeah. So smart. Thanks. Welcome to the inevitable three. This is where we ask three additional questions to all our guests. First question is, what is the most recent book you've read and what is one thing you learned from it? So I used to read books a lot when I was a kid and I don't read that often anymore, but I'm a very spiritual person. And so the books I focus on now in my life and the time that I find to read, um, I would say I read from the, the Bible and the Book of Mormon. And then I just try and live by those principles and concepts that I read about. And I learn something about it every time I read. Um, and it's usually something that I need to focus on that day or that week to apply in my life. So question number two, what is one principle you strive to live your life by? My initial response is fake it till you make it. <laughs> but that's not realistic. <laughs> no, one principle I, I strive to live by is um, just basically to choose to be positive. Um, you have a choice in and and being mentally tough and it, it could be challenging at times and it can be challenging to see the positive in your life but if you if you focus on that and you strive for that um it'll it'll invite that back into your life i believe um and not to say that trials or things don't happen or it's not okay to be sad it's okay to have sad moments and tough times but you can still be a positive person going through a tough time um and I just believe that that's so rewarding and that's a lot better than, than just curling up and giving in. 100% agree <laughs> with that. Uh, third question. What is one of the greatest pieces of advice you've been given? I would say the most influential advice that had ever been, it was impressionable. I would say impressionable at a very young age was that anything I can imagine I can accomplish. And when I heard those words, I was like, me i can think of anything and i can accomplish that <laughs> what <laughs> and so i started putting it to the test sure enough i i started applying it in everything i did growing up and all the different goals that i had throughout my my life and time and time again proved it to myself over and over again oh my gosh anything i really can imagine i can accomplish okay now that i've done wasted my time what do i really want to accomplish <laughs> Because what do I want to focus on? Because <laughs> you only have so much time in your life to focus. <laughs> so where can people find more about you? So they can check me out on so TikTok if they have that. It's just Miriam Marks. I try and keep it simple. Uh, my YouTube is Miriam Marks as well. And if you look in the little icon, it'll have a, a unicorn, a logo that I created um, for one of my first videos. Uh, my Instagram is Miriam Marks Art. And that has everything on there as well. And then my likey is Mary Marks. So you can check out any of those platforms awesome. anytime. Perfect. And we'll put those in the show notes for people awesome. to check out. Miriam, thank you so much for coming on. This has been awesome. I've really enjoyed this interview and I hope our listeners do too. I think there's a lot of value they can get from, from this episode. Thank you episode. so much, Jake. And if any of the listeners have any more questions or want to dive into something deeper, feel free to personal message me. I'll get, I'll get around to
you're not going to want to miss next week's episode. We're going to have a wonderful guest coming on that's going to teach us how to take control of our lives and step into sovereignty. So stay tuned for next week.